0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of And I'm All Set. Tonight is another treat of just chatting, but this just chatting is, you know what really grinds my gears? It's just going to be me, Minnie, Nazoom, airing our grievances. It's basically the podcast version of Festivus for the rest of us. (laughs) <laughs> How are you guys <laughs> doing tonight?
1: I'm doing well.
0: Nice. I am.
1: I am doing amazing, Frankie. How are you today, Margaret?
0: <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. I like. I like this new Nizum, uh and introduction you. instead of just oh, yeah. you know a stranger you meet at a friend's house. Hey. Hi. <laughs>
1: Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I figure uh, it's been like a really up and down week this week, and a lot of ups. Luckily, more ups than downs, but the downs have been down there. So,
0: it, this week for me, it it's mainly hasn't really been that bad. Um, other than the little one getting sick, but at the same time, it was hilarious. <laughs> Which you
2: don't hear too often when someone has a sick child.
0: Well, all right. So, I mean, I was concerned because she started not feeling good on Sunday. And you know when she's not feeling well, when she's just laid out on the couch not wanting to do a thing. Now, this Mm -hmm. child is hyperactive, always busting my chops, always up my ass. But she went with my aunt for an hour to the store to pick out some prizes because she was relatively good to my aunt's standards. (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, she likes to spoil the kids. I took that time to take a nap. I woke up when they got home and she was just like, Dad, I don't feel good. So she went in the bathroom, did her thing, came out, laid on the couch, and she stayed there for the rest of the day. All night. And she woke up and went in my bed, and usually she'd turn on her Kindle and up till she had to go to school nope she moved and went right back to sleep Mm. I gave her Tylenol checked her temperature you know and um, I let her stay home because was I off no I wasn't off Monday No, no no I made her go to school and I went to work and came picked her up and You know, she seemed better. Going to the bathroom a little bit more than usual, but, you know, still she was her herself. (laughs) Then came Tuesday night. (laughs) Tuesday night, I did my SOS stream. She, you know, she was asleep. And she moved to my bed. She was extra quiet. Usually I don't make her stay in her room while I stream because she likes to be up in my face and try and take over. And she just fell asleep. I ended my stream. I'm getting in bed. She pops up like, and then she runs to the bathroom and I hear her throwing up and I'm like, oh, man, poor thing. So I'm in there. I'm like holding her hair back. I'm rubbing her back. And she's and it was coming out. It was coming out. And all of a sudden, she farted. And when she farted, like, instantly, she goes, Oh, no. Dad. I'm like, what? She goes, oh, I just shit. (laughs) Mind you, she's on her hands and knees in front of the toilet, like, gripping it, you know? And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, just are you... Finished throwing up, and then she was like, yeah, you know, so I think I'm done, so, like, try, I, I wanted to, like, help her, you know, get undressed,
2: mm-hmm. but,
0: but she did it, and she did it very fast, and let me tell you, like, it was everywhere it like it, it got on my walls like <laughs> it was just everywhere <laughs> thankfully it went in that direction and not in my direction but she's apologizing yeah. the whole time and i'm just like i'm like cats it's okay it's not your fault you can't control this this isn't something that you did this is something that is happening to you yeah. not because of you and i was like honestly I'm thankful that it happened this way and not where you went on the toilet to go yeah, to the bathroom
2: all over the floor and then
0: threw up everywhere because this is a lot easier to clean, yeah, like and they're equally gross, but yeah, <laughs> this one's a lot easier.
2: I started teaching my kids like by the time they're about three years old, as if you're sick. And you're not sure where it's firing from. Just do us all the favor. Sit on the toilet and grab the garbage can. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it, it everything just happened so fast. and.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: And now, like, she'll fart. And I'm like, don't push it. You're still not 100%. That fart. Don't trust the fart. Never, trust, never trust a, a fart. fart. <clears throat> but and you'll walk in...
1: In 15 to 20 years' time, she is going to have, the, you know, I, this, this recording, I hope, will last that long because you can play it back and be like, remember that time, yeah, yo, where you were just, like, punched <laughs> over the toilet, puking your guts?" Like? Well,
0: the funny thing <laughs> is, is, like, after it happened, like, and she was still, like, she shit herself, she just finished throwing up, we just started laughing about it. <laughs> like she 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 started laughing I, I started so laughing <laughs> Yeah And then she's like you're going to have to wipe me down I was like no no you're going to sit on the toilet finish what you started <laughs> <laughs> And then you're just going to go in the um shower and then I'm going to take yeah. this carpet, I'm going to take your underwear, and I'm going to put it in a garbage burnt. bag and put it in on the porch until the morning, and then they're both going in the garbage. Yeah. Because mind you, guess what? It was one of the rugs that I constantly try to get rid of, and they just magically nice. appear in my bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: The magical reappearing mats.
0: Yep. Yes yeah, and I've talked we about suspected these, your aunt,
2: but we're not too sure. yeah
0: we've talked about that, I'm pretty sure in previous oh, uh, yeah? podcasts. So just, you know, review the podcasts to get to the mysterious returning uh, bathroom mats. It's like straight out <laughs> of a so horror funny. movie,
2: and like I have the opposite problem. I have a kitchen mat and the downstairs bathroom mat that keep going missing. And then I can never find them. And, like, within two or three months, I'll just happen across them in, like, the laundry room or the garage for some reason. And I'll put them back. Like, I'll wash them and then put them back. And within, like, two more days, they're gone again.
0: (laughs) Somebody doesn't like them.
2: Yeah, but this is, like, I have three bathrooms in the house, right? So it was, like, the two-pack of rugs from Bed Bath & Beyond, just, like, the, the bath mats or the floor mats. So I put one in each bathroom and then the extra one I put in the kitchen. And it's just the two downstairs that keep disappearing. (laughs) The two up here are safe.
0: That's like for me the things that are going missing that I don't want to go missing are my fucking forks.
2: My teaspoons.
0: Right?
3: My cereal
2: spoons, they just keep disappearing. Like, Like, I've had, like, three sets of teaspoons come in and then back out of this house at some point.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, I tell the teenager all the time, I'm like, listen, when you're done with the bowl, when you're done with the silverware, don't be lazy. Bring it right upstairs. Or else I'm cutting you off from my stuff. And then she, yeah. she, one day, like I, I only had two dishes, two bowls, and like I messaged her, I'm like, I'm, and she's like, Dad, I, I, I don't have any of that stuff, and and she like swears, and she wasn't home, so this interaction completely went through text message. So I'm like, right. I'm like, you know what? I went downstairs because she took over the master bedroom, and mm-hmm. she turned my walk-in closet into like a kitchenette area. And there's all my plates, all my bowls, like four spoons, six forks, oh and three steak knives, all piled up and fucking nasty looking. Ugh. And then a pizza box on on a pile of garbage. Like oh my ha- god! Well, they have like a garbage can, but like one. Yeah. One bag was tied, and then there was another garbage bag tied on top of it. And then on top of that was a pizza box. And I opened the pizza box, and there was, like, three fucking knives in it.
2: So they're living like typical teenagers. Yeah.
0: So I took a picture of it. I was like, yeah, you didn't have any of them, right? <laughs> so now my forks are going missing, and she swears she doesn't have them. I'm like, Caitlin, I was like, your brother and sister both eat up here. And I watched them. Your sister, I'm the one that cleans her plate and her fork, because she can't be trusted. And your brother brings it out as soon as he's done. And again, he leaves it on the counter for me, and and I wash him. So it's not them. It's not me. One time, it was Cassidy. I was missing a bowl, and she had put water in it and brought it down to her plate area downstairs. Oh. But... So she's like, well, there's no forks down there. I was like, well, then you're being lazy, and instead of bringing them upstairs, you're fucking throwing them, away, throw on them me. away on me. Yeah. Like, what the hell?
2: Yeah, like, I, I got to the point that I just took a handful of plastic spoons and tossed them in the drawer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because well,
2: well, I, I was like, I'm not buying any more. Like, do you have any idea how expensive flatware is? Like.
0: Well, I am going to order new forks because... I, when it Go became to the dollar just,
2: store and get well, forks. So well, when they go missing again, you're not ripping your hair out.
0: No, they they have to use the plastic ones.
2: They have to the only one entitled to the metal forks. Yes. And see, yes. the one thing, one of the only things that I got uh, passed down to me from my grandmother when she passed away was her silverware. Her silverware and her china. And it's gorgeous silverware. It's been around for I think as long, if not longer, than I have. And not once have I even dared to even bring them down, let alone put them out, for that exact reason.
0: Nope, you don't take like, no, those out. Until it, they're all just you're gonna disappear again.
2: Well, yeah, when the kids are gone and grown, mm-hmm. then I'll worry about it. Maybe for Lily's high school graduation, but that's it.
0: You know. But I loved, like I, I tossed all my other stuff, you know, because yeah. it was all mixed matched, and it was all stuff my wife had picked out, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: now that it's just me and the kids, I kind of wanted to do my style. So I yeah. got I got these gorgeous black bowls and plates. Inside the bowls is blood red, and the top of the plates oh, nice. are blood red, but the bottom is. Black, And so I got the stainless steel, black stainless steel forks and spoons and butter knives. Which can't be cheap. I was surprised at the price, to be honest. But, you know, it's, I mean, not cheap enough to be buying new ones every month.
2: Yeah. And see, I went with, when I was growing up, my mom is one of these people that everything had like a floral print or a country pattern on it when i was growing up and like even like the little heart and flower details on the fucking dishes and stuff and it is so goddamn hideous to me i just i like couches with these (laughs) big red flowers on them and like all this crap just no absolutely nowhere ever near my house ever 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 so when i was buying my dishes and stuff like that i went with just like plain white and then i think the fanciest my cutlery is is there's like a single shiny like a polished stainless steel flourish through the handles but it's just like a little swirl and that's it. Like that's as fancy as I bother getting with it. <laughs> Cause I was so s- sick and tired of just these crappy, fancy, ridiculous grandma dishes all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's exactly what I got rid of. Yeah. Gram- grandma dishes. What's
2: up with that? Like, who wants to eat off of a plate with bumblebees on them?
0: Well, they're more floral.
2: (laughs) Or, yeah, like, oh, I'm going to eat my dinner off of a giant hibiscus today.
0: No, but eventually, like, I want to redo... If I don't sell my house and move to, like, to another house, which is a possibility, I want to decorate and repaint all the rooms in my house, like, the way that I want. Like, I want a room designed after tim burton that'd That'd be awesome
2: awesome. if you had like pinstripe walls
0: yeah or like black and purples and
2: yeah you
0: know stuff like that and
2: well if you did like the black and white pinstripe walls and then brought the purple in with -hmm. like accents and furniture and shit that would be fucking awesome right
0: yeah um and when the teenager moves out i'm taking over the main the master bedroom again. But I don't know if I'm gonna put a bed in there and just make that my studio and keep this room as my bed. But I mean there's a lot of different things that will have to be taken into consideration by the time that happens. Like where I am as far you're as you're looking my at life. some
2: time anyway.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely
2: you got some time.
1: <laughs> from from yeah, from the way it sounds you know. You no,
0: know, you never know. They might get Tired of being here, you know. Doubtful. If they can't
2: bother to walk their garbage up the stairs, they're not moving yeah. for a while. Well,
0: I just told him, I was like, well, you know, I have to say her boyfriend's really good. You know, after all that, like now he'll. I,
2: th- those are words I never expected to hear out of you.
0: Right. Well, he cleans, like, if it was just Caitlin down there, that room would be a disaster. He cleans, he does laundry, and, you know, And like if I have laundry in the wash, like I'll put laundry in the washing machine and forget about it, you know, and he could Mm -hmm. easily just take my laundry out and put it in my basket and then put his laundry in. No, he puts it in the dryer, turns it on for me. Oh, nice. You know, and then if I don't get to it, he'll take it out of the dryer and put it in my laundry basket for me. See, that's He's always, considerate. <laughs> that's
2: know? always nice. Like, yeah. I remember um back in a few years ago, going back about four years ago now, um after my whole cancer thing, uh we had moved in with my parents for a while because I was exhausted all the time. I needed help with the kids. They were starting up a school and yada, yada, yada. And uh, so I went and lived with my mom. And there were eight of us at that point that were living in the house. And we had, like, people on top of people in that place. Because at that time, it was my dad. It's a three-bedroom house. It was my dad in one room. My sister also lives in that house. She was in the middle room. And then my mom was in the master. And then we put the crib, because Lily was still very small. So we put the crib in the living room, which was on the main floor. And then I would sleep... Well, I'll get to that. And then in the rec room, which was the not the basement basement, it's like the first basement. Um, yeah. was where we set up like our little area. So we had like our TV and our bed and uh, play area for the kids and that sort of thing. And then in the basement basement is where we set up the boys. So Jason and Henry had their bunk beds in the basement because like, we literally had people living on every floor of that house. And at night, uh, because Lily was a baby, she was still getting up to be fed at night. And Charles has always gotten up to go to work at ridiculous o'clock in the morning. Um, And we had a fight one night about me eating chips in bed and it was not a good one. (laughs) Uh, Because I was making all this noise eating these chips in bed and he just went off on me. So I started sleeping in the living room and created what I called floor bed. So for eight months... After going through cancer and there for recuperation, I would build a bed on the floor out of couch cushions and cover them with blankets. And that's where I slept. Because, you know, the biggest couch we had in the living room was a loveseat. And where I'm tiny, I'm not that tiny. So I would have to, like, I extended it with, like, couch cushions and then a chair cushion and, like, a body pillow and, like, built this whole floor bed situation. Yeah. And that's where I slept. <clears throat> For eight months but my my mom was still working at the time my mom isn't all that old she just turned 68 this year so she was still working at the time and it used to be that she would go and she would work all day come home make dinner you know do all of that stuff but then when I moved in I did literally everything in the house <laughs> like I did all the cooking all the cleaning all the laundry and then after dinner i would go out and vacuum and chlorinate the pool and do all of that stuff so my parents never had to do very much of anything but it got to the point that when i went to like i shoveled snow in the in the winter and cut grass in the summer they loved having me there so when it came time that i was like okay we're moving out my mom to this day will still tell me you know i wish you never left (laughs) it's like because you enjoy my company or because you miss me doing stuff a huge, huge pain in the ass taking care of eight people, though, especially when five of those people are adults.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, most I ever ask a teenager, honestly, is like to babysit for me, and it's not often either that I that I do ask her to babysit for me.
2: I think I've asked Jason to babysit for me on three separate occasions, and every time I get. Ugh, that's like, he doesn't talk to me anymore. He just grunts in my general direction. And the last time I asked him to babysit, I had a doctor's appointment first thing in the morning. It was when I went for my, my ECG. Yeah. I was like, listen, your grandfather's taking me. You have to be awake to look after the kids. And he was like, no problem. I woke him up three times before I left. <laughs> I get home from my appointment and he's still sleeping. Like Lily's just sitting on the couch playing on her tablet. Henry's still passed out. I go upstairs and he's just unconscious. The door is still exactly where I left it before I left. I was like, oh, he slept the entire time. Even though I had given him instructions to get up and get the kids breakfast and all of that. He just never bothered. So I go into my room and close the door. And I guess my door closing woke him up. So next thing I know, he's over the uh, the Alexa. Like, oh, Lily and Henry, can you come here, please? And all that stuff. And I messaged him. I'm like, I'm home, you dingus. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man.
0: One of the cutest things, though, like, she babysat for me. And I came home. And I'm like, I'm home. And it was like dead quiet. I was like, oh, did they all kill each other? So I went down to like their room and I opened the door and like all three of them were just asleep in the bed. So it was like her boyfriend was like closest to the door. Caitlin was in the middle and and Cassie was snuggled up right behind Caitlin. It was the cutest thing. I just left them, and then had a good night's sleep in my own bed.
2: They're so cute when they get along, right?
0: Yeah. Well, for the most it's, part they Caitlin and Cassidy get along very well. There are moments where like like I can hear Caitlin screaming at her. It's more like yeah. Junior and Cassidy that are
2: That's like the same cats problem I have. Yeah, it's Henry uh, Henry and Jason, forget it. If they're in the same room together, they're ripping each other apart within seconds. Jason and Lily get along famously.
0: That's good. Famously.
2: I don't know if it's because um, there is such a big of an age gap. Do Zach, uh, Zachy and Danny fight like that.
1: Yeah. Like, well, they can be, so at the moment, they're going for this, they're going for this really weird stage. Cause Zachy's at that age now where he's, he's going to, well, he's
2: testosterone.
1: Yay. He's going for, yeah, like puberty and all that stuff. He's not quite a teenager yet. I'm pretty sure he's going to be a teenager.
2: Around nine or he's ten is him. when it starts. That shit starts early.
1: Either way, he's going through that through now. So he's got, you get the grunts from him, like the, <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. you know, the whole kind of, um, would you like to do something? And you won't get a response. Like, oh, I I tried to take him somewhere. I tried to take him somewhere um, last week. I was like, let's go. I think it was just like to the supermarket. So, like, come out with me. I need to get out of the house. They're like, no. I was like, do you want anything? <laughs> no. Find me something. Find me something.
3: You have to and be specific,
2: teenagers like. I don't Are a giant care. pain in the ass.
0: I don't care. Whatever. Whatever you can find. And then you get it. And it's it's f- like, I don't want that.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because I remember my parents saying all the time when I was a teenager, like, wait till you have teenagers. Wait till you have teenagers. You know, that kind of thing. And I was like, whatever. It's not that bad. You're just old. And now that I have a teenager, I'm like, oh fuck, this is what they meant. I'm so sorry.
1: You see, like poor Daniel, like Daniel, younger brother, he's not going through the same change 'cause there's there's a couple of years between, like about eighteen months between them.
3: He's so, so
1: cute. So, he's adorable, <laughs> isn't he? But he's he is a so cute. <laughs> He is also a little shit. So Daniel is going through a grieving process at the moment because Zaki's going for all of these changes. He's not. So he's kind of lost his friend at the moment. Yeah. And so he doesn't seem to understand. He doesn't seem to understand that actually Zachy's going for all this stuff and he's going all to come. But yeah, he lost his friend. So but when they when they get on, they get very literally the they they're so adorable. You just sit there and just watch them, and they are just—it's—it's such a nice sight it's for them so when they're fighting.
2: <laughs> when they're fighting, it's like Dragon Ball Z is broken out in the living room. But it, I was talking in Zoom on the phone one day, and and uh it's Daniel. That's the youngest one, right?
1: Is, is Daniel the youngest? Yeah, yeah he walks def- in,
2: and he's like, "Hi, are you a streamer?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a, a second-hand streamer kind of a situation, because that was back when we were doing um, the Playhouse streams on four nights a week. And he was like, oh, are you American? <laughs> and Zoom's <laughs> like, don't ask her that!
1: <laughs>
2: I'm like, no, I'm Canadian.
1: <laughs> oh, do you... I, I was like, do you, do you play Fortnite? Are you he good at so Fortnite? Cute. And I'm like, and I was like, Daniel, she carries me. No, she doesn't. And I was like, yes, yeah, she does. She'll if you play with Mindy, she will get you a, a victory royale. She will get you that win. You know, <laughs> you're making things up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's so cute though. Like one of these days, Pyro, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to oh hear this God. kid. He is so adorable.
1: <laughs> I um, will send I'm, you both. I'm down. Uh, i will send you both the, the the cutest video that was sent to me today right i'll forward it in in whatsapp but oh my god it literally it in the came... Discord. oh no i guess you
2: can't I, okay.
1: it's it's on it's on whatsapp uh, okay uh, but um, it is just when they were both younger and yeah it's all about wanting to be your what, right I will I will do that once we once we finish doing this. But yeah, those two are just adorable. Now, going back to going back to Caitlin and 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 Cass, teenagering and Cass having had two sisters, um, or still got two sisters. I've still got them, believe it or not. But um, <laughs> <laughs> they when they when they get on, they get on like you know it, it's it's. They're so nice, and they'll do things together and all of that. But when they have an argument, oh my god, it is like World War Three, like yeah, just short of pulling hair and you know, the claws coming out. Like it is that bad? They'll go like the longest. You know who I feel it,
2: really sorry for? Is that? My dad. <laughs> now, this poor bastard. It's a wonder why he's a stoner. Okay. But this poor bastard, with my sister and I growing up, we're only 22 months apart, 23 months apart, so we're very close in age. Um, and then my mom. Like, I didn't have any brothers or anything. Even the dog was female. Like, the, my dad was on a losing team.
0: <laughs> and, Even the dog was female? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> he was outnumbered for everything. So when when we were teenagers... And my sister and I started going through puberty and the whole PMS thing and everything was the same time that my mom was going through menopause because she had a hysterectomy at a young age as well. Um, <laughs> and like I, how the man survived, I have no clue. And it was... I guess it left him with some weird form of hormonal PTSD when it came to women, though, because when I had moved in after my divorce um, with Jason, Jason was only about four years old at the time. I didn't catch on until like two or three months in. But this is our our dad's story for the podcast, I guess. <laughs> but once a month I would come downstairs in the morning and at that point I was a smoker and all that stuff so I would come downstairs in the morning and on the counter there would be like a few packs of cigarettes a baked good of some kind so like brownies cupcakes pie whatever a couple of chocolate bars and some red bull and a note saying gone up north for about three days I'll see you when I get back and It never occurred to me that he had, like, calendared out my PMS. Because at that time, my mom had been through puberty or puberty, menopause. My sister no longer lived at home. So it was I was the only overly hormonal person in the house. But he had calculated out to when I was getting my period. He would buy me this period care package and then go up north until it was over. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh man
2: the man is a genius like I'm sorry but anyone who is that crafty not man's me a genius.
0: I could never leave I, w- I wasn't allowed oh man I wasn't allowed to leave you know like even it's funny thinking about it back then like Even when I wanted to hang out with Frog that one time, it was just like I had to be home by 10.30. Oh, geez,
2: you had a curfew?
0: Yeah, I was given a curfew. I was like, uh, okay.
2: And see, my husband tells me he's going out with, with his buddies or to his buddy's place or whatever. The only thing I will ask him is, are you coming home tonight or will I see you tomorrow? He'll give me a response and I say, okay, have fun. And then he leaves, and I see him whenever I see him.
0: Yeah, nope. But she she would be like, and the thing is, she would ask me, she'd be like, do you care if I go hang out with the girls or whatever? you would be like, no, go. Like, why are you asking? I'm not your dad. You know, like, just let me know. (laughs) Just be like, hey, I'm going to go hang out and whatever. so I
2: don't make plans on top of your plans. Oh, yeah, well,
0: I mean, come on realistic well, me making know. plans let's be real either again curfew. she can at least
2: fake it as though you had plans
0: <laughs> you know i no. mean show
2: the consideration of at least pretending like you had a social life at that point yeah
0: but i mean i would have been like oh well I, if i were ever was like well i was gonna be and she'd look at me she'd be like really you know yeah. Like even when I started streaming, that was a whole big to do, and I'm like, but I'm home, like <laughs> you know, like I'm yeah, in like the I'm basement. No, not even. I, I, I was in the basement. Well, actually, no, I was in oh, the living room. I
2: remember
0: room. that. You I remember know?
2: when you were in the basement.
0: Yep. I eventually, I started in the living room. Then I moved down to the basement after she made me throw my action figures away. Hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> knowing now what you know, then it makes sense. it
2: makes sense now but at the time yeah
0: at the time i was like i was packing them up i had them all set up in this hutch you know and i had these things since i was a kid you know oh man and i had some really like i had all the austin powers todd McFarlane action figures i had all the simpson action figures i had bob and doug mckenzie
2: Oh, nice.
0: You know, they were sitting on their lawn chairs or the couch, whatever it was. It was the whole diorama from the show
2: mm-hmm.
0: or whatever, the skit, the movie, whichever, whichever came from.
2: Either uh, one at work.
0: Slapshots, <laughs> the Hansen brothers from Slapshots. I had Spawn, Um, I, I, Puppet Master from Full Moon. I had all of them. Oh. And she was like, well, these need to go. These can't be here anymore. You, can you like you need to put them somewhere so I was like oh okay so I put them in like a big Tupperware container and I packed pack, packaged them up really nice and I started pushing the Tupperware container into the closet under the stairs and she's like what w- what are you doing I'm like i'm putting them away and she was just like they're not staying here like no and I'm like well what am I supposed to do with them and she's like, I don't care. That's not my problem. But they can't they can't be in this house anymore. And I'm just like, uh, all right. And I was yeah. like, where else am I supposed to do with them? You know, so we had ordered a dumpster because we were cleaning out the basement. So I just took the whole fucking Tupperware container and just threw it in the big dumpster. And she's like, why'd you do that? I'm like, well, I can't them. have them out and I can't store them anywhere. Where would you like me to put them? Up my ass?
2: I could staple them to the roof if you'd like. <laughs>
0: like, and and she's just like, and I think like, after all that happened, she kind of probably I feel like it kind of dawned on her like she was being a little much. Irrational. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah. well, well, I guess you, you can use this area for your streams then. Because she felt bad. So, that's how I ended up with my own area instead of having to, like... Because I started, like I said before, when, before we st- started, yeah, words. Before we went live for the podcast, we were talking about streams and stuff. When I first started streaming, I was using the Xbox a Connect, and I would stand in my living room for two hours and play and stream using, you know, whatever. I didn't have a fancy computer or anything, you know... As time went on, I got a microphone, I got a webcam, a laptop, and then I had a a card table. And I would set it up and break it down every Thursday when I would stream for Xbox. Oh my god. Yep. And it would be as soon as she went to bed, table came out, I would hook up the boom mic arm, and eventually because it was rubber made the the plastic and the weight from the microphone was bending the plastic of the desk so i had to get two pieces of uh, plywood to attach attach it to stop it from bending and then wow eventually like i moved downstairs and so the table was permanently set up downstairs and then i went to e3 which was shortly after like i set everything up and I came home and it was like around Father's Day. I came home the day after Father's Day and there was a whole green screen setup waiting for me. And this was literally like two weeks after my loss of my action figures. (laughs) The toss
2: of the action figures.
0: Yep. And then piece by piece, now I have my official desk, an actual gaming computer, two monitors.
2: See and it's funny because I, I did our living room for the most part and <laughs> my the whole one wall of the living room. Like I have a massive um entertainment stand because of a 65 inch TV. Yeah. So it's it's pretty large in terms of an entertainment stand, but on top of it, the wall art, all of that, it's all fallout merchandise. <laughs> it's all like pip Boys and Mini Nukes and the Funko Pops and stuff, and then <laughs> On the wall beside it, I have shelves that are set up like floating shelves on the wall, and it's all like my Dragon Ball Z pops.
0: See, I want to do that. Like you've like <laughs> I have I have so much stuff still downstairs, like gaming related.
2: Yeah, and like my my one bookshelf, I have like my Freddy Krueger box set, Nightmare on Elm Street, and my signed Funko Pop on there. So I have like a little Freddy shrine. I have like a shrine to uh the legend of zelda in one of the cubby holes on the entertainment stand <laughs> like my my living room looks like a college dorm <laughs>
0: <laughs> i thought about taking the space that i have now cuz now i moved everything upstairs and i'm in my you know tiny little bedroom i went from a, a master bedroom and my little corner downstairs to a tiny bedroom <laughs> And my setup, yeah. And I want. I I was thinking about maybe painting all the walls green in here, (laughs) and getting rid of the green screen, and then getting a Murphy bed. That would be cool, you know. And then have. But then I'm like, imagine having somebody come over and come in my room, and it's just like it's green. Everything's just green, you know. Yeah,
2: but depending on uh, the audience, you can lie.
0: Yeah. No, just be like it's. You know, instead of a like green screen. the
2: Porn King of Rhode Island or yeah. something.
1: Well, the other... Or you could just... <laughs> just tell them to close their eyes and just imagine any place they want to be and it will just imaginarily just Like a dreamatorium?
2: You know...
1: <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, it's green screen. You just have to sit and believe that if you don't see anything, it's because you're not a true believer, so get the fuck out of my house. <laughs>
0: <You're> right. <laughs> no, but also the cool thing about that is, like, I can get, like, random blocks and like paint, like all this stuff green and then do cool things and make it look like, like I'm sitting on something or flying or just do all sorts of crazy things. If the whole space is a green screen, you know, yeah. but you know, my brain, that's, that's what my brain thinks about, you know, <laughs> you know, last, last podcast, I always said how guys have the ability to think about nothing. That's yeah. that's my nothing. Instead of my brain just nothing. being empty, I just think about the most ridiculous things that I do I do that
2: too. I absolutely that I do. do that too. But, I'm thinking that I'm gonna have to like rearrange my entire room mm-hmm. um to fit a stream space in here. Because the way that it is now is not going to work.
0: <laughs> you know, and all, you can don't forget too, like you can get like fabric and like hang it behind you if you want you know what i mean or oh yeah like what i did for my stream area to kind of give myself a little bit of privacy is on amazon i bought its bendable track and i screwed it into like the ceiling and i got a curtain like a blackout thick soundproof curtain and i hooked that all up, and then it kind of separated the whole area from the rest of the house.
2: Oh, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. And, like, you can even break that or, you know, throw up some fishing and wire and get something lightweight and just hang it over, you know?
2: Yeah, I'll have to figure it out. I mean, all in due time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, all in Why it I should also mention at this point in time is Minnie is literally the most craftiest person I've ever met. Like, some of the stuff I'm she makes, and things. As like, you know, if anyone has the ability to, to turn around the space, like, I, if, I have no doubt, even with, like, <laughs> the most basic materials, that you'll make it look awesome. So, oh, I'm not just saying that because, I'm not I'm just a saying that because, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to use that, that those exact words because i was hoping you would come <laughs> out and say it but, well you know. there you go
2: there is that it i actually i found my earrings that i made um when i was spontaneously cleaning out my closet at 3 30 in the morning last night and i couldn't sleep with the shit last night like at all like i fell asleep and then i woke up i fell asleep and i'm pretty sure that the reason why i passed out after dinner today Was because I didn't sleep well, but I had made all of these earrings um, a few years ago, and I didn't know where the hell I had put them. And then when I was cleaning out my closet, I found an old jewelry box, and they were in there. So I'm quite excited about it.
0: I'll have to send you guys pictures. I'd like to see them. May I also (laughs) point out we we have we barely complained about anything.
2: You know what? That's true. Well, I mean, we did about the kids for, yeah. for a little bit. No, okay, so, worst things to happen this week. Oh. I guess for you it would be Cassie shitting her pants. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't get much shittier than that, really. Zoom, oh, what was re- your low point this week? My
1: my porridge looked at me in the worst possible way. And then I had oh, a complete no. mental breakdown. And you know, <laughs> I sat in the corner. I cried myself to like, you know, this horrible.
2: Did the dragon <sighs> come you know, and take you away?
1: Possibly. Like I saw, I heard the dragon. I didn't quite see it. I was too busy sitting in the corner. I think it looked at me and it was like, oh. I'm so, so where away. that comes <laughs>
2: from, just for a bit of context, where that comes from is that Nizum, he was in the hospital from one of his surgeries and we were just kind of chatting and I was filling him in with the usual drama with a particular person that we used to deal with on a regular basis and I had uh, Nazum had made the comment of like good god what is it going to be next like what could it possibly be and I was like I don't know a meteorite's going to crash through the window. You know, maybe she's going to get <laughs> taken off by dragons and that's all we're going to hear and we're going to have to rescue her with certain devices and everything. It was uh, just this whole thing. Um, <laughs> and then his ward mate told him to shut the fuck up because it was laughing so hard.
1: Mm-hmm. But to be honest, right, this week for me has been fantastic. I've got nothing to moan about it. Like two weeks ago when we were talking about your, our fairies teaser, you know that was my worst week and i i usually go through these periods where i will get all like my system my like build up and then it's just literally all hits me at once but this week you know what i am gonna say it's actually been a really good week like i have i've just been having fun and it was end of Ramadan, so your know, family's doing the whole kind of celebrate in Eid, and you know, I, I got to spend some time with the family without wanting to strangle them, but I still had came out with a headache, but, you know.
2: Look at you fine. having, like, the best week ever.
1: Like, mm-hmm. it was okay. And, and Pyra
2: <laughs> had to deal with shit on his walls. Yeah. And you're just like, everything's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, Everything that's... is fine. <laughs> everything is fine and dandy it's like look for the first time in like ages I've been able to say you know what it's actually not a bad week I'm touching on wood like
2: hey we've had a lot of great weeks we have had some absolutely fantastic weeks
1: oh yeah I agree
0: but like I'll find myself like like last night like I couldn't sleep so you know scrolling through my phone and I stumble upon like one of those videos this one particular was from um brit uh british got talent great britain's got talent or something like that like
1: it's like has yeah. got ta- yeah like, britain has got talent yeah <laughs> is that with Piers Morgan
0: no the Piers, Piers Morgan, Morgan wasn't wasn't there i think i think they were done with, with 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 his shenanigans um the only person that i recognized was simon cowell but this older lady comes walking out on stage with two little girls and the camera cuts to this guy in the audience with his wife. And he's like, what's going on? Those are my girls. Like what, what, you know, he was so confused. (laughs) And so they, you know, she has the microphone. They're like, what what are you girls doing here today? And what are you going to do for us? And they're like, we're here to surprise my daddy. (laughs) (laughs) And, so the, the grandmother, I guess who it was, takes the microphone and was just like, you know, whatever is the guy's name was, has such a lovely voice, and he, he just needs to be reminded, and we'd really like him to come up here and sing the song that he sings to the girls. And it was like this whole big Ma thing. And I would murder them. Well, <laughs> he, I, he could sing. And then the song yeah. that, like, he was singing was just, like, about his kids growing up and not needing them anymore, and...
2: Oh, you cried.
0: Ah, you like those a nights. fucking baby. <laughs> like a fucking baby. I was bawling <laughs> my eyes out. And... Aww. You know, and it's, like, it's weird, because, like, I will have moments, and I'll message you guys, Like be like, I'm just really having a moment today. Like, I'm just highly emotional. Yeah. Like, there was one day, like... I went and visited, you know, Cassidy's mom and I don't, I don't know exactly what led up to, well, uh, I put stress, I don't know. And I got in my car and I just lost it. I just lost it. And I cried the yeah, I whole that. way home. And, you know, and then I got home and like, I cleaned myself up before I go in the house and my aunt's there with Cassidy, and Cassidy. I guess uh, she was misbehaving or something, and my aunt was just like telling me. And then again, I just lost it again. Like and fuck, fucky Cassidy comes in. What's wrong, Dad? She just gave me like the biggest hug. and it was just a tough day, and I don't. I don't even know what triggered it. I think it was just.
2: Was that the day with the whole uh, situation where you were mad at the nursing staff for being more neglectful than what they should be?
0: Um, it, it might have been. It, it, well, I think that oh, was the day. Well, that was. I was pissed that day. That day, I, yeah, I had to go outside that day and calm you were really down.
2: super mad.
0: Um, yeah, I, I was mad that day. But th- this this specific day, I remember was later on. I I noticed that a certain somebody was screenshotting like all the things I was posting to Snapchat and it wasn't oh, anything yeah, yeah, yeah. even crazy. It was just pictures of me. It's not like I was like topless or posing in any certain
3: Facebook
0: way. You know, and, and one of them was a picture of just a couple of my friends and it, all it said was my friends are cooler than yours, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was it. But yet, you know, they, and I had noticed like that they were constantly screenshotting the stuff, like, I just didn't understand why, you know. So and that was the day, like I it was like I had my breakdown, and then I just friggin' exploded on Facebook, and I hate Facebook. I, I hate, hate Facebook, and I never wanted, you know. But I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. I just, I needed to get it off my chest. Granted, I could have messaged the person, but I didn't even name the person. But they automatically knew that it was them them. And then they tried saying all this stuff and so I just ended up deleting it and blocking them and just, you know, like I don't need that person in my life. <laughs> like like yeah, you know, I have no, you know, like like ties to you. You know, so yeah. whatever. But then like a few hours later, somebody else decided to chime in from you know that side of the family right and then i just did the same thing and then in fact i had to be up there today with her and it took a lot of power for me to play nice like so so many thoughts went through my head you know your
2: willpower is commendable
0: Oh, yeah, and then, like, I kept kind of, like, shrugging her off, and finally she's like, all right, well, I'll give you two time. I'm like, yeah, you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to vacate the premises by three o'clock, you were told. Yeah. Like, you're so lucky I don't, like, go down to security and just be like, this person's not allowed here.
2: Yeah, remove them immediately.
0: Yeah, but you know what? They're not there for me. They're there for her, and she needs it, so... I'll just suffer.
2: I want to, like, send you a cake or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So, but, you know, there's been moments like that, like, where I just randomly just, I'm just sad sometimes, you know?
2: Oh, yeah, I get it. I am, too. I get that a lot. I couldn't sleep last night. It's funny, because I should have just, like, popped online and been like, let's be awake together, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's funny, too, uh, because, like, we're very open about it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like can't sleep. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you well, know,
0: like, like even on stream, like somebody will ask a question, and I just just say what it is, you know. And then yeah. it's funny because everybody's like, "But you're so like happy and upbeat," and I'm like, "Well, I mean, I'm not gonna come here and be all eeyore, you know." <laughs> but
2: yeah, I'm, I'm not human. i mopey about it.
1: Yeah, well, I'm me human. And me, and, me and many have spoken about it. Like, that's the same with me. Like, I I might be the most happiest person. You might look at me or we might be talking and everything may seem fine. But on the inside, I may be dying, like, literally just. And the thing yeah. is, is, I'm one of those people who won't kind of be like, if I join in the party for a big game with our friends or whatever it may be, I'm not going to sit there and be like, you know what, guys, I'm I'm, I'm in pain today. I'm, and the thing is, is, I am in chronic pain. Like, I'm literally one, i constant, it's 24-7, like, and I'm not going to sit there and party and be like, you know what, yeah, I, I'm, having a, I'm having a shit day and this is happening. But, like, at the end of the day, for those two hours, three hours, four hours, well, however long it may be, I just want to forget about everything and just have a good time.
2: Oh, absolutely. And same
1: with everyone same with everyone else. And it's like and that's yeah. People don't see that though. And it's yeah. what you choose to I'll be an open book and you know what? But there's some things where I'll be I'll bite my tongue because you just don't want to kill the mood of the party and all of that stuff. Like
2: well, some people do.
1: Some people do. <laughs> but no, I,
2: I absolutely I get that completely cuz i i do the same thing but the people who are the closest to me like when there's something off with me you could really tell if if i'm close to you and you know me well enough to know like you guys know automatically when something's really yeah. bothering me mm-hmm. um everyone else just thinks i'm being bitchy and sarcastic that day but <laughs> yeah i i kind of wear my emotions on my sleeve in that manner um but i try to be on the more optimistic side rather than not because I mean the idea is not to drag everyone else down with you.
0: Exactly, because everyone's
2: there just to forget about their day and move on.
0: Yeah, same. But it's like with me, you know, like if I'm not like I'm either really stoned, <laughs> you know, so I'm a little bit more Hi. mellow, or or it's because like you know usually I'm like hyperactive and just silly, but usually if I'm not, it's you know. Because sometimes
2: yeah. I'm stoned and hyperactive and silly. It depends yeah. on my mood. And,
0: and they're like, you'll message me. Are you okay? <laughs> You're amazing. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm just really stoned. Or, yeah. or it'll be like, yeah, I'm just, you know, just having a moment. And then there's the other side of it where we'll be playing and then I'll just fucking break down. <laughs> it's yeah, been, it's been many crying. times. It's been it's many times. I'll
2: like a teddy bear and then you just start crying.
0: And I just start crying, you know. <laughs>
2: we've all gotten used to it by now yeah well, <laughs> excuse me i know i have anyhow <laughs> it just does happen it happens to everybody i have those days too you know the the tiktoks that really get to me are like the soldiers that come home and their kids haven't seen them in like 18 yep. months and they show up in their classrooms or whatever yep. i cry like a bitch every those
0: not just their kids time. Not just their kids, the friggin' the dogs. The dogs haven't seen the the, haven't seen the dog in two years. And then the dog's just like "Ah, ah, ah, ah." Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then I'm like (laughs) 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 Yeah,
3: that's me. It's so adorable. (laughs) I wish somebody would love me like that.
2: (laughs) those ones get me every single time. With fail.
0: And Cassie goes, I love you like that, dad. <laughs> like, it, it was just for dramatic effect, babe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dramatic flair. So I might as well put this out there because my week has been pretty <laughs> shitty um, in some aspects. Other aspects, you know, I've had a really like either it's been bottom of the barrel shit or amazing. It's been really up and down for me on the scale of extremes. <laughs> So I found out yesterday that I am going deaf. I've had this chronic uh, ringing in my ears. It's called tinnitus, but I've had it in my ears now for about a year and a half, almost two years. And I couldn't get an appointment with an audiologist because COVID. So finally ended up being able to get that looked at. And it's, Genetic hereditary degenerative hearing loss. And I guess that's what the problem, that's where the ring comes from, is the fact that I'm losing my hearing. So when I first found out about it, I was really bummed. I turned 38 at the end of the month. In my mind, I'm not nearly old enough to worry about things like losing my hearing. And right before I went in for my appointment, too, I was joking around with Nazum, like, watch me need hearing aids or something. And I said, if that's the case, just sign me up for my walker now. You know, I'll get a walker and I'll paint it all, like, glittery and pink and stuff or, like, one of those electric scooters. Like, I'm done. Like, that's it.
1: I'm <laughs> and we were joking Zimmer about Min- it. I'm his Zimmer Zimmermini was born.
2: <laughs> and then there was Zimmermini, yeah.
1: <laughs> Zimmermini. <laughs> I, I feel
2: then- ya. Yeah, and I was I was just sitting there after my hearing test talking to the doctor and she's like, "Okay, so you need hearing aids for both ears." And I'm like, "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> like, can you say that to me again? Like not that I didn't hear you. I
0: was, <laughs> it's like, I yeah, you yeah,
2: amplification. The...
0: <laughs> the... And then <laughs> so, he yells it. He's like, "You need hearing aids in both ears."
2: Yeah, so I was when I first heard it, like, when she first told me, I was beside myself. Like, I was so upset about it. And then I started looking into a lot of the options that they have, because I guess in my mind, I still have it, like, you know, those the 1980s hearing aids, where it's, like, these giant boxes over your ears and stuff? Mm
0: -hmm. And now
2: you could get them where they're, like, invisible. You can't even see them. But you can get them with Bluetooth. (laughs) So you can actually like hook up your phone and your TV and your tablet and computer and everything right to your hearing aids. So they're like really expensive AirPods, which sounds stupid because it's Apple. So it's expensive anyhow, but hearing aids here are about, you know, $3,000 or so. So they're, they're pretty pricey. Um, But yeah, so they're just going to be, I'm going to look at it in the sense that they're just really expensive AirPods that I just have to wear all the time. (laughs)
0: yeah i get it i was 30 30 when i started noticing my no i was even younger than that that i started noticing issues in my left eye yeah and it sucks you know you're like what the fuck i didn't expect to start dealing with this until you know i was gonna be like billy get off the lawn See, and that
2: was my, that was my thing. I was like, you know, I want to be like, Hey kid, get off my lawn. I'm 38 years old. I'm too young to be doing that. I figure that I I was talking to my, my bestie here in the city, Steffi, um, about, uh, the whole situation. And she, and I was like, you might as well just sign me up for my plot in the retirement home. Now she's like, well, you're not allowed to go until I go. Cause we we have this whole plan. We're going to be roomies. And I was like, we'll sit out there and be like, hey, kid, get off my lawn. Go buy me
0: a pack of rollies. (laughs) See, I would be like me. I'd be like, if you're going to be on my lawn, you might as well fucking water it, you son of a bitch. Yep. Or cut it.
2: I love how in this scenario, you apparently have no teeth.
0: (laughs) Oh, I mean. (laughs) I mean, well. Right now, with my with with my whistle, the, the makeshift space between my front two teeth, anything's possible.
2: <laughs> I was just say, your grandpa voice clearly has no teeth there.
0: Yep, No. Well, because I imagine by then I won't have any.
2: Oh, my God. You're going to be such a cute old person. Can we paint your walker like black with flames?
0: kidding and not only that it's going to have fuzzy dice and everything like i'm going uh, to like my everywhere walker. you
2: go you have to like put your tie over your shoulder so it looks like you're going really fast
0: yep and not only that I'll, I'll put like some type of wire in it so it sticks like sticks out you know yeah and then every time before we go for a walk we gotta gel if well, i don't have hair never mind we can't do
2: that you don't have hair you're bald
0: yep never um, mind
2: but see <laughs>
0: there you go I that's you the know. other thing
2: my uh my first it was like
0: gel my hair. Wait a minute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first husband, his grandfather, uh, now may he rest in peace, he had one of those electric scooters and that's what he used to do. He used to like grip the handlebars like he was like bracing himself and flip his tie over his shoulder so it would make him look like he was going really fast. <laughs> and I've always had that <laughs> stuck in my mind ever since. I was like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> I wonder if you could get hydraulics put into a walker. Oh. You know, hey. <laughs> in like <laughs> a, in a scooter, yeah, like or no, just a time. walker, yeah. You know, and then just just <laughs> leaning on, then all of a sudden it just goes <laughs> 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 and like bounces around. But no, my luck, I'd get overdo it, trying to impress people, and fucking fall backwards, throw like
2: hey! your back and do yourself a
1: concussion, <laughs> old oh, broken hip or something. Yeah, like. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was like, oh, I broke a hip. I said that earlier, because I was still in a mood. And uh, Charles had messaged up to me. He was like, do you want to come down for for dinner? And I was like, hold on, I better get up slowly in case I bust a fucking hip or something. <laughs> oh
1: my God. Yeah, in your, in your late 30s or mid 30s. We're going to go mid 30s. I'm
2: right? in my late mid-30s. 30s. <laughs> Don't even try to sugarcoat it. I'm in the last two years of my 30s. It's late
1: 30s. Even gay, the last thing you want is to be on the wait list for a hip replacement. <laughs> like, you know?
2: Oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> like, I'm sure it happens, and no offence to anybody out there, by any means, who has had legitimately legitimate joint replacement surgery. I know it's a thing. But if I'm 38 years old and fall down and bust a hip, I'm done. Like, start digging my funeral plot. That's it for me. I'm not... That's it. <laughs> I'm not, I, this getting older stuff is just not my cup of tea. Like I'll be looking in the mirror after a shower or something and there'll be like a new wrinkle by my eye (laughs) or like a new laugh line or something. And I'm sure it's only visible to like me, but I'm still so offended by it.
0: Well, you want to know what's funny? Because like my vision problems. Sometimes when I'm reading or looking at something, I have to close my left eye. If not, it gets blurry, or I'll get like triple vision, you know, right. or double vision, or whatever. So I have it to like with
2: your depth perception.
0: Yeah, so I have to close my left eye, and because of that, my left eye has more wrinkles, like crow's feet, than my right eye. <laughs> So it's like the left side of my face is aging faster than my than my right <laughs> side of my face. So eventually, like, I'm like, I'm going to look like fucking Two-Face, <laughs> you know? But,
2: like, it is. It's one of those things. Like, I never thought I would be one of those people that the idea of, like, a chemical peel or Botox or something would ever cross my mind. But now it's crossed my mind.
3: <laughs>
2: like, what if I did get a chemical peel? You know, just to, like take off one or two years and i don't look my age as it is like i don't look like i'm 38 i look a little younger than what i should
0: same i just have to shave my face
2: yeah and i'm okay with that but at the same time i still feel like i look like i'm 70 you know
0: (laughs) yeah like i'll get that feeling too where it's just like I'll feel like, yeah, like, like I'm young, I'm cool, I'm hip. And then I'm like, next to like younger kids. And I'm like, they're probably looking at me like, look at that old fart. You know, like, blasting yeah. his. <laughs> it like, blasted my Stone Temple Pilots or my Pearl Jam, you know? And then I'm like, reminded, like, I think back, I'm like, wait a minute. I remember being in the backseat of my mom's car, listening to B-101 is this is this my b 101 <laughs> like yeah there you go you know <laughs> or, <the> b-
2: <laughs> here was my ego boost for the week aside from the going deaf thing which i'm sure you helped but i'm i was changing my shirt the other day and lily was sitting on my bed talking to me and i'm changing my shirt and she looks at me and she's just like mommy why is your nipples floppy <clears throat> i'm like they're not floppy they point down i guess i mean i breastfed three children what the fuck do you expect like they're still perky and everything if i'm like cold or what have you but if i'm relaxed and they're warm i mean yeah they kind of point at the ground a bit i'm almost again 38 years old i've had three children not everything points up anymore
3: <laughs>
2: and i just looking at her i'm like One day, kid. One day. Remember, I have a picture of you in my phone with the shit you took on the floor outside the bathroom door and you crouching and smiling beside it. So you wait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Cassie, rubbing my belly. Daddy's got a baby.
2: Our kids' grand. They'll always make you feel... And you know it's coming from such an innocent place. Well, with my kids, anyway. But... (laughs) (laughs) I can't speak for all children. But it's coming from such an innocent place. And they're genuinely curious. But at the same time, in the back of your mind, you're like, oh my god!
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. They love to embarrass you, too. Like, I remember when Caitlin was a lot younger, and I was taking her to Girl Scouts. Now, mind you, I just got done cleaning the house, doing, like, all this stuff. I I had a flat tire, so I had to change that. And, like, I did all this stuff. And then I had to go drop her off to Girl Scouts, so I drop her off, and, like, I'm a little dirty, and, you know, I felt gross. And so I go down and give her a quick half-hug, and she's like, oh, Dad, you need to put on deodorant. You stink but, like, wicked loud. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and I look at her, I was like, Why, you could have just said nothing. And, like, she just kept going. And I was like, wait till we get home. And she's like, oh, and she looks at her friend. Oh, great. Now I'm in trouble because he smells. <laughs> and I'm like, what a little asshole. Like, I'll never forget that.
2: So, my <laughs> My dad's favorite stories again, this is a dad's story because apparently this is just a thing now. And it was when I was super, super, super small, and I think I was like two or three years old. And back in the day, uh, because we were born in the 80s, when you went to like malls or grocery stores or pretty much anywhere, you could smoke. Oh, yeah. You could smoke everywhere you went. It didn't matter. There were ashtrays aplenty. So, they just had started at that point phasing out smoking, specifically in hospitals and grocery stores, um, because this was on the cusp of hey, maybe cigarettes aren't that good for you.
0: I'd like um, that boggles my mind that we <laughs> used to be able to, to smoke all... in grocery stores.
2: Yeah, grocery stores, hospitals—like you would be standing there with your doctor in the '60s, getting a cancer diagnosis, smoking a cigarette, being like, "Oh," I and the doctor why smoking the a
0: cigarette from. too. It's like, yeah, you got this black stuff all over your spleen. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: so, think
0: I think you need to smoke more Marlboros.
2: So at that point, seeing people smoking in grocery stores was a lot less common um, until it was phased out altogether, and. We're walking down the grocery aisle at the AMP, and this guy comes around the corner. Now, my dad, especially when he was younger, not a small guy, okay? Like, he was 6'2", you know, a good 220, tattoos everywhere, like, that guy, right? And this guy, like, twice the size of him, comes around the corner, and he's smoking a cigarette. And we're walking by him, and I, like, tug at my dad's sleeve, and he's like, oh what, honey? I'm like, Daddy, Daddy, why is that fat man smoking? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all I did was like run into the next aisle as fast as possible so he didn't come up and pummel my ass.
0: Imagine that though. Like if that was me and I that I would have I would have laughed, you know, like <laughs> And not.
2: Out of the mouths of babes. well they just, they don't know, right?
0: You know, they're just kids.
2: Yeah, it's all innocent to them. A good point of that is like if you watch like the old Disney movies and like just kids movies in general, and the the mature humor that they put in there that kids never ever get, but every adult in the theater is laughing their ass off.
0: <laughs> yeah, Oh, and you used to be able to smoke in movie theaters too.
2: Oh, everywhere. when I uh, when I was 19 years old is when they passed the bylaw here that you could no longer. Smoke in indoor spaces, and I was so fucking pissed because the mandate went into effect on my 19th birthday. It went into effect on May 31st of that year, and I was like, fucking, for serious? Like, I am about to turn legal age to drink in this country, and I can't sit at the bar and have a cigarette on my 19th fucking (laughs) birthday.
0: Oh, see here, it like kind of cascaded to that. It kind of cascaded to the where it's like, all right, you can only smoke. You can't smoke here, but you can smoke in restaurants still. And then they had like the smoking section, non-smoking section, which realistically was the stupidest thing ever. The smoking section. For a while. It's like it doesn't matter what section it floats everywhere, you know, like you can smell it. (laughs) And then, like, you could still smoke in certain casinos. Like, and now still today, like, thankfully you can, which is nice. Um, it's vaping now. But I remember even, like, as a teenager, I loved going out to eat with my friends and just sitting at the table and smoking and and whatever. Yeah. And, but eventually, like, when it got close to where they started, like, stopping it. Now, I uh, probably should say we do not condone smoking. Smoking is terrible. yes but i'm pretty sure our audience years. are responsible adults and i just whistled through my teeth again just then fuck
2: i didn't hear it at all
0: i did <laughs> <laughs> but i remember one day finally going to the same restaurant that me and my friends would go to and we would all smoke and we sit down and we order our food and we pull out our cigarettes and we start smoking and The manager comes up and asks for our IDs. And and I'm looking at him like, (laughs) we're not buying them from you. (laughs) You you know, like, I don't understand. And then he was just like, no, you guys can't smoke. No IDs, no smoke. And I'm like, yeah. And then it was, then we stopped going there, went to another restaurant. Same thing. We're like, what the fuck? and then like literally like 4 months later that's when they were like all right no no smoking here restaurants the bars were the last ones to still the bars have were the smoking. last ones
2: to go here too yeah but i remember going to um, st louis yeah. uh about oh god it was about 10 years ago now it was 9 10 years ago when i went at that point when this happened but we it was near my birthday so we went to the casino And being able to smoke in the casino and it blew my fucking mind like I hadn't had a cigarette indoors anywhere for ten years at that point so I for my 29th birthday got to light up a cigarette indoors while I was gambling and uh, that kind of made the pay off for me for losing that privilege when i was younger i did quit smoking the day i got my cancer diagnosis though so for anyone who might think about the whole quitting smoking yes versus no i quit smoking because i got cancer in my early 30s so there's your service hey. announcement right there <laughs>
1: yeah, i used to love i love. so i i an ex smoke myself i gave up I think it was three months before I started having all my vascular problems. So I I just gave up at the right time because, you know, shit hit the fan and all that. But I actually liked the smoking man and it came all at once over here. But for me, when you go out somewhere, you sat at a table, you sat in your own little group, but going outside, sparking up a cigarette, it's freezing cold. Like this in British weather, like it's usually it's wet. Cold, miserable. So you're all, all that close together. This is pre COVID, you know. We didn't have to worry about germs or any of that stuff, you know. It's all good, good times. And the amount of people you would like I'm, I'm naturally just, I will talk to anyone. Like, I may not online, but in person, I would just randomly go, go, go talk to someone. And a good icebreaker is do you have a lighter?
2: yeah hell I made like we half see. my friends in high school doing that in the smoke hole <laughs> all the uh, so, all the smokers just kind of stuck together,
0: <laughs> yeah. we used to smoke at the wall at school. We had a specific we had place. the
2: grass it was right across from the school, so it was like the bus lane on the opposite side of the bus lane, and we called it the smoke hole The <laughs> smoke uh, hole. Yeah, it was a smoke hole. And, oh, sorry, this is now reminding me of another story. Sorry, tangent time. So I took shop all through high school. And there were these huge bay windows on the one side of the shop. And it just so happened to overlook the smoke hole. Now, me and my shop teacher were in, like, an overly sarcastic, not sarcastic, we weren't too sure if we were kidding or not, pissing match the entire year that year. And it was basically who could annoy the other one more. So the one day he had pissed me off. He made me go to what was called the loft because it was literally a loft in the shop room and you would just sit up there and have to listen to the classes up there because he didn't want to look at you. So he made me go to the loft and from the loft, I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom. Like, didn't even ask permission or nothing and grabbed my purse and went out. And a couple of minutes later, he looks out the bay windows in the shop and I'm waving at him through the window with a cigarette hanging out of my mouth.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, hey, you can't do anything to me. Technically, it's not school property, <laughs> that kind of a thing. Yeah, so for... I walk back to the shop room like 15 <laughs> minutes later. My backpack is sitting outside the door and, I'm like, and all I do is yell, sweet, free period. And I go back and sit <laughs> under the tree and start smoking outside the classroom. <laughs>
0: That's, I used to love outside gym, walking the track, especially on a foggy yeah. day because we live, we lived. Uh, our school was right next to a lake, like literally right next to a lake. And so the fog would just roll over the track and we would just disappear. And so so we would like as soon as we couldn't see the gym teacher, we would like light up our cigarette, smoke it till like we knew where they were standing and then we would like put it out real quick or cuff it walk by just do that the whole period
2: and see that was I always laughed at that because we didn't have an actual track at the school so it was when we went running um, it was around a couple of blocks uh, that were school adjacent but technically not school property right yeah. So I would just walk with my friends smoking.
0: We had one one period for like activities, we would have activities and this you guys are gonna be like, what the fuck? Our choices, two of our choices for activities in the warmer months was rock climbing and kayaking. Yep, they had yeah that well one of the PTA parents had one of those portable rock climbing walls. That would be like one
2: just does.
0: You know, well oh
2: you went to a rich school.
0: Yes. Yeah. So yeah, and I I was not rich. (laughs) You know, it was just my mom was doing better than we were, and so they sold our house and they moved us. You know like the Jeffersons to the east side, well, the west side in this case. And actually I should take that back. It wasn't like the Jeffersons. That's a completely different and terrible scenario. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, again, like my parents grew up with the projects. They were poor for the Christmas. My mom got her older siblings stuff as Christmas gifts and oranges and their stockings, you know, mm-hmm. like the, her Christmas present was the oldest spike and they would get the old bike. And then, you know, the next person in line would get that person's bike. And then that person would get that person's bike and so on and so forth. Yeah, And, and that was their Christmas. So anyways, we moved there and I would choose kayaking and I would just friggin' go out to the middle of the lake and I would just sit there and smoke and I would even smoke pot. <laughs> like I would get so stoned out there. And the we gym- had
2: old train tracks by our school and that's where I used to go and smoke pot.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that was after school. So the, they turned into a bike path, but for a while it was the, we called it the train trestles. The, oh, train yeah, trestles. It it
2: the tracks.
0: Yep. Well, eventually when they turned into the bike path, it was like, yeah, we want to go to the tracks. And then they completed it and finally paved it after removing like the actual train tracks. And it's like, let's go to the meet you on the bike path. We even camped out like right off the bike path once and just like, hey, buddy, like a big thing of vodka and (laughs) filled it in two big jugs of orange juice and just sat there all night. And this person that lived close by just dismantled their fence and we took like all of it to where we were camping and built this massive bonfire
2: nice oh yeah
0: those were the days oh. those were
2: the days those are yep. the days before camera phones
0: oh yeah for camera phones We used to
2: have um we called them bush parties because there were parties in the middle of the forest and here where i am we live by the welland canal we actually live Right on the Welling Canal. If you recall back to my uh, story on one of our—I think it was on our Spit and Swallow podcast—where I got saluted when I was having yep. sex on the hood of a car.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: this is. This was very close by to this location, so we would go out into the middle of the woods by the locks, and have these massive bonfires, and there would be like three or four hundred teenagers just drunk, um, and high and partying and fucking in the woods and all that stuff and there's never any real proof of it like the cops could never get us because once we would scatter if the cops showed up and we scattered into the forest good luck you're not finding us and i actually almost fell down a gorge once <laughs> my buddy scott actually saved me from like certain death but now if you go down there because of the internet and Facebook and everything, you'll get, like, random pop-ups from the Niagara Regional Police going, so we heard about the Bush Party this weekend. We're here to tell you that we can make it. And it just shuts that shit down immediately. But if you go down to the area now, the whole place is, like, chain link fenced off. You cannot get (laughs) near
0: the place. Oh, man. Kids will never know today about... That stuff, which I mean, I guess isn't terrible thinking about it's all this terrible. stuff. It's not terrible. It's
2: rubbing them of such a huge experience. Yeah. Like, we look back at, like, Dazed and Confused and stuff, and we're like, man, it would be awesome to be a teenager back then. Or if you look at, like, John Hughes movies and stuff, and it's like, wow, to would be a teenager in the 80s. But those are the experiences that we had that our kids are going to be like, damn, I wish I was a teenager in the 90s.
0: Oh, the nineties best. I don't think two
2: thousands. Yeah. The nineties, absolutely. I mean, I loved I think I would do very well in the eighties, mostly because my hair would be the fucking shit. No one would have hair like mine. I have the biggest hair in the world. Um but the nineties, like I had an amazing time.
0: Yeah, I I much rather I much rather be in the nineties. Over the eighties and if
2: I want to live in a John Hughes movie.
0: If it couldn't be the eighties I mean, if it couldn't be the nineties, I, I would I'd go with the sixties.
2: Like you know how 70s. Jay and Silent Bob are all fucking pissed off in dogma because they're trying to go to Sherman, Illinois and find out it's not a real place. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> that is me. Yep. I wish I was doing live
1: in my twenties during the nineties. For sure, but yeah. to be honest, you know the noughties were weren't that bad a year for me, so you know I can't really complain too much there. But yeah, definitely nineties.
2: Well, the nineties were great because your parents weren't yet terrified enough to like deny you going everywhere and anywhere. You weren't getting watched and policed over cell phones and social media. Like when you went out with your friends and it was okay, be home by ten o'clock. You would just be gone. Your parents didn't know where the fuck you were. Occasionally, you know, you'd have the one kid with a beeper. And then, for some reason, every kid that was there, all of their parents knew that one kid's beeper number. So it's like, oh, your parents are trying to get a hold of you. But that was, like, at the most. Like, I I had my first cell phone when I was 16, I think. And because my parents paid for the cell phone, and cell phone rates were completely outrageous back then. They would never even bother to call it. I don't even know why I had one, honestly. (laughs)
0: But I had a pager. I thought it was so cool.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You walk around with a pager on your hip, especially like those clear or those like translucent ones that were like different colors and stuff.
0: Yep. And then they got smaller and like you get color-coded cases for them.
2: Yeah. The slide outs. Yep. I remember the pager days I mean, or, yeah, know, then, beat me
0: when cell phones did start becoming a little bit more commonplace. The next telephones were what <laughs> were everybody in my school had them except for me, of course, but it's cause they had the push to talk and the push to talk was oh, free. Oh
2: yes. Yeah. I remember those. When everyone started getting cell phones, um, where i was it was the nokia's that you could like throw off the empire state building and it would survive yep like those phones will be the only thing that survive a nuclear apocalypse
0: my parents turned mine off and i still kept it on me because i love snake yes i had like the highest score possible i think on snake i don't remember exactly what it was but like it legit like there was no room left for the snake to move i was just basically chasing my tail
2: yeah, exactly. You'd have to like go in a circle or like make a spiral until you had to run into yourself.
1: Yeah, and snake <laughs> and snake on my phone is just not the same as snake on a little Nokia.
2: No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But yeah, everyone had those phones, and I'm I'm sure that one day. And I see these are the things that I wish I would be alive to see still. And I know I won't be, but it's going to be one of those things that it's going to be like 200 years in the future and someone's tearing down an old house or going through an old attic doing renovations or whatever on a, quote, now historic property. they would be like, we found a very primitive cell phone. We don't know how it survived this long. Let's see if it still works. It's from a company back in this time and day and age called Nokia.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be in the Smithsonian. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Here's an early tool of man.
0: Oh, man. That, a Rubik's Cube, uh speak and spell.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, AOL Original discs. AOL discs were so multifunctional. Like, they, you'd get them in the mail, like, every day. I had yeah. so many of them, I would, I would string them up and dangle them from my room to make, like, that disco ball light
3: yeah. type.
2: even we got those here (laughs) and my parents like I always used to ask my parents I'm like look it's free we can try it it's free and my dad's like and like for no better excuse other than I don't want my kids to have the internet quite yet you'd be like but it's America online it doesn't work here (laughs) And you know being a kid you're like oh okay I get that you know
3: yeah
2: as you get older you're like wait a minute if they were sending us the software obviously it worked Like, they wouldn't just send us the software for no reason. Or as, like, a ploy to get us to move to America.
0: (laughs) It's like, well, I guess we should move to America then so I can use
1: the internet.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right?
0: Very
2: creative by my parents. I have to give props
1: for that. Was it George Bush Sr. at the time, or was it Bill Clinton? I can't even remember. But either way, it was Clinton. Okay, he wanted, you he wanted more people, more Canadians, more British people, you know, all of us to just migrate over.
2: Yeah.
3: That's
1: what those discs were for, just to brainwash us all. Yeah. Exactly.
2: It was to, to pry us into moving. Yep. And to then America, it was. Which is funny by today's standards because I was, no, you can't come to our fucking country. Get out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then Al Gore. I created the internet. <laughs> no, you didn't, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. those were the days though like I would come home from school, turn on the computer, check to see how much free minutes I had on America online, pop in, talk to my friends on AOL, go in the chat room, surf the web and play those uh HTML, get five. no what, no, not HTML games, flash games.
2: Yeah, like Geopets and shit.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. All right. So one of my favorite things, and I I wish they still existed, because to me, they were amazing. I, I don't know exactly what they were called. I think they were called thingies. And they had, like, all different ones. Well, they had Freddy Krueger. They had Austin Powers. Um, Bob and Margaret, which I'm, I'm, I'm sure you know who Bob and Margaret are. They were that's a Canadian cartoon used to be on Cartoon yeah. Network.
2: Yeah,
3: they,
0: they had them, and wasn't like Bob, by, uh, voiced by Warwick Davis.
2: You know what? That's a good question.
0: Um, now that I think about it, um, but like, so they were like these little interactive characters on a computer screen, kind of like like Gigapets and. And stuff, but they were like more detailed, and like I, I just used to love it. they used to mess with Doctor Evil until he got pissed off and jumped into his ship and would fly away, and eventually would come back. But still love doing that. Freddy Krueger, oh that one was the best. I, I try googling these things, and I can never find them. And now it like makes I feel like I'm crazy, and it was just a fever dream, you know.
2: I think I kind of remember what you're talking about. I guess, like, by today's standards, it would be considered like a widget.
0: Yeah, a widget.
2: But, yeah, yeah I kind of remember. I'm looking up the voice for Bob if you're wondering <clears laughs> what that one to her. Andy Hamilton in the first season, and then Brian George in. Or so sorry, Andy Hamilton for season one and two and Brian George for seasons three and
0: four. Alright, well then maybe it's just a voice that I've heard yeah. elsewhere. And now my brain is thinking, Oh, it's Wark Davis.
2: Yeah, I could I could see where you would think that though.
0: Yeah. I used to love that show. It was such a weird show.
2: It was weird.
0: So that was that was a thing weird. like when Cartoon Network became a thing. Like, here. And it was the weirdest thing because it only worked in my brother's cable box. The only one in the house that had Cartoon Network. And I was just like, I can't, you know. And he finally, he would just like, fuck it. And he would go in my room and I would just sit in his room and watch Cartoon Cartoon Network. And... Like after a certain time, it was like all Canadian cartoons. Like there was like cartoon, cartoon, um,
3: <laughs> like yo
0: cartoon, but it was all Canadian cartoons. And it was like the greatest thing ever. I love them all. <laughs> Some of them did, didn't make any sense. There was this one and it was this guy and he's sitting at his table and he has like an egg in front of him. And one of those little egg dish things, whatever. The egg cups. Yeah, the egg cups. And he's, like, tapping the top of the egg. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like, his ceiling starts to crack. and He's like, what the fuck? Oh, Bigfoot. Is that what it is?
2: Yeah, well, I think so. But, yeah, the big, giant, furry foot comes through the ceiling and crushes him.
0: Oh, no. So he was cracking the top of the egg. And so finally he cracked the top of the egg. And it was another version of him cracking an egg and he was inside the egg and it just went on and on and on and on of the same it was just the craziest shit.
2: And see there's your proof that Canadians have in fact always been stoners.
0: Yep. Oh I love Canadian comedy, Canadian cartoons, like most of our best comedians and actors are Canadian.
2: When you're here we're gonna have to go to the moose and goose.
0: I'm down, that sounds like a good time.
2: It's a Canadian comedy Moose club. Alright, I'm down. Yeah. The Moose and Goose in Niagara Falls. It, again, if that's not the most Canadian club name you've ever heard. I think it's like right by... Um, like down the street and around the corner from the Sundowner. So we could go to the Moose and Goose and then hit up the Downer.
0: It's a strip club. Alright, yeah, we'll go there too. <laughs> and then i'll get i'll get drunk and then like two months later i'll get a a twitter follow and a dm from one of the strippers like when i went to e3 <laughs> yep. and i'll yeah. never forget that
2: i cannot yeah. get my husband to go to the rippers with me i'll go he won't he just he refuses i have no idea why he's like why am i gonna pay to see boobs like, See, well,
0: honestly, though, like that's that's pretty much how I view those places. Like, why am I gonna go? To well,
2: pay? that's why you go with people. It's well, like that's that's going the difference. For drinks plus, fits.
0: Yeah, well, you have to with the Canada, right people. So like, I'll go with too, you I'm because it would be entertaining. But like I'm going with like rappers. a bunch of your guy friends, like, and then you leave and you like, you know, like. Like that's that's just always was weird to me. You know, like all right, let's get a bunch of guys to go. let's go to the strip club. Alright, yeah, we can't do anything about this. Uh you know, now we're gonna go leave. Probably all in the I, same uh, car. <laughs> you know, like I don't wanna sit I, next to Bob, he's weird.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you have these in the states because Well, it's the states and it's based off of uh Canadian currency. It was called the Toonie Slide.
0: The hell's that? They what will,
2: you go up on stage and you put a toonie on some part of your body, any part of your body that you so choose. And the stripper will come and pick up the money with whatever body part you choose.
0: I think, I think they do have, like, I've, I believe I've seen that before, but like on TV or in a movie. I've, my, yeah. I've, I it's have, I have very. Side. Limited experiences. I've been to two here, um, and then one in California. Ones in California are weird, like so weird. Like
2: the ones here, I mean, like a strip club's a strip club. It's never anything like jaw-droppingly extravagant. It's a fucking rippers, but it's if you're with the right group of people. It's such an awesome time. Like, I could never go to a male strip club because the first time I got like a dick in my drink or something, someone's getting punched in the throat.
0: Imagine that. That's crazy. So, Is that an iced tea?
2: Can I stir it for you? No. Or
0: like, yeah, let me add, add some more I don't tea don't need to your that
2: herpes with my ice. You know, but it's it's one of those things. I just, I, I honestly like, I like. Women strippers, male strippers, I just cannot help but laugh for some reason. I don't know why I find it so funny.
1: Um, they, I'm just trying to think that. Why would they don't put their, either their nuts or their full on dick in someone's drink? Like,
3: that's, I'm just thinking
1: <laughs> alcohol and, you know, I struggled with a tripping catheter like, and now you're talking about alcohol, it's like Yeah. And I can feel my uh, I can just
2: <laughs> Nizum's penis has now retracted
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Now I'm gonna my pour myself a drink into... and dip myself in it <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: In the, in the name of
0: science it's in interesting
3: science.
0: but see for me it's like and most most of those places like here are always crowded and like you have some where it's like the stage they have seats and all that stuff and then there's some it's just everybody's crowded up against like the stage and it's like imagine being like up against the stage and then all of a sudden getting poked with something like what the fuck you know? Yeah, like,
2: I don't think anyone wants to be poked <laughs> with anything with their improvers row. It's just <laughs> You know what I saying? that's not the purpose of you being there.
0: <laughs> and then like the last the like my bachelor party, I got my ass kicked on stage. Like and then they uh removed stuff, everything off of me. That was interesting. Completely I was like them, you know.
2: So if I go Fine. into the downer and yell, it's this guy's birthday. <laughs> as long as they don't, don't be beat me. Surprised? They, they, no, they um. Well, I know at the eyes they bring out this giant throne, and they put it right in the middle of the stage, and you get to sit on the throne and get danced for. Yeah.
1: Oh, all right. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, I would. I would just like to state like that. Whenever we go, it is my birthday, like And you, <laughs> I'm going to leave my passport at home.
0: We're twins. And you're going to be
1: like. <laughs> mm-hmm. we're twins that, you can't tell that's the thing that bonds us right <laughs> yeah right that's the thing that bonds it's, it's we are twins yeah you, you know it's just that freak you know the freak act of nature you way. Know, yeah, that it's it's that
0: weird Nordish case one. where like our mom was into two you know threesomes oh, well. and Oh, my God, it's
2: going to be a How I Met Your Mother moment with Wayne Brady and Neil Patrick Harris. (laughs) We're brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We have the same dad.
0: Just thinking about that, like the look on people's faces. Like, you haven't seen twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito?
2: <laughs> it happens, people. He went oh. to Wales and I stayed in America. You Canadians don't know anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're test tube twins. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a scientific miracle. We come from
2: the same donor.
0: Yep. Just different (laughs) other kind of donors. Same egg, though. (laughs) There was just two really strong swimmers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They both made it there first. Yep. We're a miracle of science.
0: Yep. Not only do we have the same DNA, we also have different DNA at the same time.
2: (laughs) It's mind-boggling. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's even weirder is our fingerprints are exactly the same <laughs>
2: <laughs> they'd probably just like give us points for creativity on that one
0: yep or I would just do like a terrible British accent <laughs> you're <laughs> but like oi oh governor oh governor it's my brother it's my bro right there.
1: Hello, governor.
0: <laughs> we were told that you Canadians really know how to party. We came here for the booze and the boobs.
2: Canadians, we do. We know how to party. I'm not going to lie. We go pretty hardcore. I'm pretty sure I scared a few people in St. Louis.
0: <laughs> I've never been in St. Louis.
2: Um, It's nice, but I'm.
0: <laughs> it's a good state sure to I'm drive
3: through.
2: Terrified <laughs> the entire time I was there. <laughs> like every time I've been there, I've just been terrified.
0: Yeah, see, I don't know. It's like Rhode Island's so weird because, like, we're like every state rolled into one. Like we have everything. Yeah. You know.
2: Well, like Charles is like, well, as long as we don't go to East St. Louis, we're fine.
0: Well, it's like you could just go down one of our longest streets and be like. Oh my God, this is so pretty. Then all of a sudden, anxiety. Lock the doors. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at these. Look at that. Oh, wow. Look, this is kind of run down. And then it's just like farm. Cow. That's
2: Niagara Falls. Cow.
0: Horse. Cow. Lock your doors. Lock your doors. <laughs> you know? Like, Niagara
2: Falls, there is a literal wrong side of the tracks.
0: It's like crackhead, crackhead, horse.
2: Yeah, it's all beautiful and nice and built up and like nice kept lawns and pristine homes. And, you know, they're very nice. And then you literally drive over the small hill with train tracks on it and then crack town.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Same here. (laughs) And some of them, it's like.
2: And it's always struck me as so funny ever since I was young. It's just like, how is it that (laughs) dramatically different on this side of the hill? It's
0: like a matter of streets. Yeah. Like, you know, it was just like
2: it's so bizarre. It's the same street too. Yep. It's just over this hill.
0: Yep. Or here it's, it's so just like you can be. watch like certain neighborhoods. It's like a gradual change. And yep. then then there's parts where you come in from a different way and it's not so gradual. It's just like maybe separated by a field.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden it's just like nice lawn ornaments and Mercedes in the driveway. Next house, there's an upside down tractor and the the shutters are falling off and there's a fridge on the front lawn for some reason. You're just like, oh, I remember
0: when Zoot came to stay here and people asked how it was. He was like, it reminded me of like a giant parking lot. I was like, well, that's because literally we went from the airport to like my house. Now, I live relatively close to the airport. And the thing about the airport is they're constantly buying everybody's property out or buying more space and expanding so yes it does seem like there's like a lot of empty space but that's just because the airport hasn't gotten to that construction yet but like now in the matter already the time from he's been here some of those spots now have been developed like now there's a new gas station but that's not just a gas station it's an eatery that has a gas station, a coffee shop, a pizzeria, a sandwich shop, a Tesla charging stations.
2: Maybe that's what I'll do, Then when I come out to Boston next year. I'll just fly out to Rhode Island. Yeah. And then you can just come get my ass from there and we'll go to Boston together. Yep.
0: Sounds like a plan. And our airport is so much better than, like, Logan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a little, it's a lot less hectic. You know, it's still, like, I remember, like, when, because it was, like, mind you, like, COVID was just, like, starting. So, like, he comes, and it was just, like, nobody was in the airport. It was, like, a ghost town. And I'm, I, like, I get there, and I'm, like, this is weird. Like, where <laughs> is everybody? I thought I was in the Langoliers. That's a, I
2: felt like that once. yeah. You know? When I, because I, when I flew out of Pearson the last time, I had Henry with me, and Pearson Airport is our our main airport in uh, Toronto, Mississauga, and it is so packed full of people at any given moment. I like at any given time, there's just loads upon loads upon loads of people, and it's ridiculous. Like there's people crawling right up your ass, and I'm trying to make my way through uh security and everything to get to my gate which is literally on the other side of the airport part on the tarmac so it took me four hours just to get through the airport and it was absolutely insane i'm like dragging a suitcase with me i have a diaper bag over my shoulder i have my one and a half year old in a stroller and they're like, oh, well, can you remove all your boots and coats and put your carry-on, remove all your electronics? Like, does it look like I'm capable of any of this right <laughs> now? Like, so it was the extra hold-up of having to stall and get redressed and get Henry back in his stroller because they have to, like, x-ray it and swab it for cocaine, apparently. And I get to the airport in St. Louis, and I get off the breezeway, And aside from the two people, like there were eleven people on my flight, first of all. Second of all, after those people dissipated, I could throw a rock in down the middle of this airport and not hit another person. It was empty. I was like, what happened? Like, did I did the walking dead occur when I was in the air for the two hours that I was there? Like, what the fuck has happened here? (laughs) It was the spookiest thing.
0: That actually happened here we were driving and all of a sudden it was just like this one street that we'd usually take for our rides was like fenced off but it was like a low fence and then like there was garbage and overturned vehicles and it was just nuts and like "What, what what, what, what what the fuck's going on it was just the craziest thing and, like, the f- more streets we went down, it just got worse and worse. And then, like, the, all of a sudden there was, like, fire and people running around going crazy, like, off in the distance. And we're like, what the what hell the is hell? going on? They were filming The Purge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we yeah, did not know sense. that at the time. And we See, were stoned. we had stoned. something like that
2: happen here, too. That we had something like that happen here, too, in the Falls. Um, they were filming parts of a movie. I can't remember what it was now. But it was, like oh it was uh no it wasn't suicide squad oh that would have been but amazing it, that did film in toronto a large chunk of it but again there were like overturned cars and all of this other stuff and everyone's calling in to 911 reporting this massive car accident and it's like no they're filming a movie stop calling us about this
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny That happened. I remember there was a news report. They're like, oh, a plane had crashed on the middle of a highway. Um, So far, no reports of any casualties. It does not look good. And then, like, somebody calls in. They're like, no, no, they're filming an episode of CSI. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like,
0: how embarrassing for that news
2: yeah, like so, we made a mistake. <laughs> like, how do you even rectify that situation? Like, oh well, it looks like the uh, the setting is really, really convincing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you'd come back from that.
0: You can't.
1: be a suicide.
2: I had a thought in my head. Oh, that's what it was. It reminds me of. Um, now, Pyro, you'll get those right away. But it, for people with the, the reference with War of the Worlds, um, when War of the Worlds was first creative, created, it was a radio program. And before yep. TV and movies mm-hmm. uh, existed, they would have dramatic tellings and actings over the air on radio waves uh, where people could listen in and everything like that uh, for their entertainment. And there was the show produced of War of the Worlds or War of Worlds. And the sound effects and the acting was so good in it that there were people literally fleeing their homes and calling the police and everything else because they were literally convinced that they were under attack by an alien species.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, and people, like... Didn't people, like, kill themselves over it? Oh, yeah, it was
2: a whole thing. It was a whole thing. I was like, no, it was a radio program. And I know it's been adapted into the movie form uh, a couple of times, which I don't care what anyone says. The Tom Cruise version was actually good.
0: I loved I liked it. it. I loved it. I liked it. I have seen it so many times though.
2: I have too.
1: But <laughs> I have not watched it. Tim Robbins I was a freak show. Have
2: you haven't watched, watched
1: it? I haven't watched the Tom Cruise one. Nope.
2: It's a good one. It is a good rendition. Um, I really did enjoy it. I'm not going to spoil the ending, but I don't know. I think it was just that whole, oh, I guess that makes sense. It really made you think. Yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. But I like really like, I like cheesy movies. I don't always have to like put a shit ton of thought into my movies. I don't. But a lot of them I go in for like artistic, um, reasoning and whatnot like i love the original clash of the titans i'd like fight me i don't care the 1978 uh version of clash of the titans was so fucking good i have it on dvd
0: i love that Uh, henry on in hauser i think that's his name Mm -hmm. or john in hauser the claymation guy behind that movie Love his work. Also did King Kong.
2: My favorite Tom Cruise movie? I don't know if anyone's heard of it. Pyro's probably heard of it.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. Legend. Legend. Oh, I love it. With uh, Tim Curry played the devil. With Tim
2: Curry as Satan. Yeah.
0: He wasn't even the scariest one in the whole friggin' film. The scariest one in the whole film is the Swamp Witch.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) I want your brains! (laughs) Tim scared curry the bejesus Satan out of me was fucking hot it
0: that was shit such a was hot crazy ass movie i love that i movie.
2: fucking love that movie love that movie not only is it one of my favorite movies of all time but it's my favorite tom cruise movie and it's my favorite tim curry movie aside from rocky horror those two are neck and neck yeah i love tim curry and that meme is true. You could tell a lot of uh, a lot about a person as to how they know Tim Curry. Truth. 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 You can tell a lot about a person mm-hmm. for how they know Tim Curry.
0: I know him from that clue. Pennywise. Uh, he was the fake dad from Annie. <laughs>
2: and then there was what this was weird defining witch defining role of his
0: uh... what do you mean by defining
2: like when you think tim curry what is the first role that pops into your mind
0: pennywise
2: yeah for you it would be
0: pennywise and then but then there's also like rocky horror picture show
2: mm, yeah
0: and then there was this one weird movie that used to play on hbo back in the day where there was like a school of witches and he yeah, it was like the Grand Master Witch.
2: And, yeah.
3: Like, there was yeah. this
0: weird scene where, like, he had a musical number, and it was like, <laughs> I, I always, that like pops in my head.
2: Yeah. They, uh, um, Anthony Head, who played Giles on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and he does a bunch of, like, Folgers Coffee commercials. He's done a few things.
0: Yeah. Yep. I know who you're talking about.
2: He did. he was doing a tribute for for tim curry and he did i don't want to use the terminology on here one of the opening numbers when they meet dr frankenfurther and uh he did it beautifully i'm gonna have to find the uh youtube video to send it to you guys but i loved it it was amazing anthony stewart head that's what it was i couldn't remember the middle part there i think it's stewart i'm stoned If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. What do you think of when you think of Tim Curry, Nizum?
1: Instantly. Yeah. Instantly.
2: Umbarrassed um, you. Yeah, for me it is. It's definitely Rocky Horror or Legend is what pops into my Have you seen Legend?
1: I know of it. I have never seen it. Because oh it's got I... <laughs> Movie Lady night. Scott. And...
2: <laughs> oh
3: and, my I am, God.
1: and I am I am a fan of the Scott Brothers, fight. Um,
2: get out your book and your pen and put it on the list. Okay. Bye. You have to watch it. You have to watch I like very odd kooky movies like that just kind of fuck with your brain a bit. Have you ever seen Strangeland?
0: Is that the one that was like animated over the video itself?
2: No. Um it stars Dee Snyder.
0: Oh! 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 All right! All right! All right! Yes! 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 From yes! From Twisted
2: Sister. And he
0: was like Captain Howdy. Or
2: Captain some... Howdy. Yep.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. Movie was crazy.
2: That was a crazy movie. I did not know that D. Snyder was that fucking jacked.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I I literally walked into him, and it was like walking into a wall. At oh Comic Con.
2: I'd probably faint.
0: I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, man, I'm sorry. It was he's like, you're cool, you're good.
2: That's and, awesome.
0: Oh man, I was mortified. Like every time Comic-Con, <laughs> I always walk into somebody. First time oh it was E. G. Daly while she was eating fried pickles. <laughs> and for those of you to who watch don't you know, around
2: William Shatner, then when we go.
0: <laughs> for those who don't know who E.G. Daly is, she played Dottie and Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. <laughs> and she also is the voice of Tommy Pickles. <laughs> you know, and I love her and the fact that I walked into her and almost knocked her fried pickles out of her hand, but she was really cool about it.
2: It was um, you. You would have bought her more.
0: Oh, man. I was mortified.
2: <laughs>
0: and all I could squeak out was,
2: "Am hey, my God, is he daily?
0: Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs>
2: I'm so sorry, Did you really... Oh my god. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> we well, yep. have to be
2: coming up on time here.
0: Yep, it's uh two hours and one minute and fifty seconds.
2: Okay, so with edits and whatnot, it should be around one fifty, one forty five. Yes. Um yes. so for next week. Meh. I'm gonna keep it spontaneous. We'll figure it out. We might have a guest, we might not. We might talk about something, we may not.
0: Yep. Who knows <laughs>
2: It's Tune like, in next week for Who the Fuck Knows. Yeah, it's
0: like an episode of Here Seinfeld. Know. There's, I'm all set. You know, it's exactly. It's a podcast about Here nothing, but it's about everything all at the same time.
2: There's been so much that's been occurring lately on a day-to-day basis. I feel like by the end of the week, we always have something to talk about anyway. Yes. <laughs> so.
0: we, mm-hmm. you know, And we can even just at the start, at the podcast, just start talking about Anything. Anything at all. And then it just snowballs after that.
2: Yes, as all our conversations do. We went from grievances and kids and bad weeks to...
0: Crying at TikTok videos and...
2: Crying to high school to smoking to growing up in different eras to technology. To
0: strip clubs.
2: (laughs) To strip clubs to movies. Well, We've covered all the bases.
0: Next week, how about we talk about film nothing okay, specific we will, we will just we will talk, talk about, about movies
2: film. there we go we will talk you heard it here to bet the bet, bet you heard it here first not very clearly but you hear, heard it here <laughs> first we were talking about movies and films yep. and
0: and it, we whatnot. may not stay on topic a movie may bring up a, a memory that we had yeah but that's where we'll start
2: yep and we'll see where it goes so that's the idea
0: <laughs> that's, see, look at that. Mover shakers. Yeah. If you yep. haven't, if you can't tell, we're new at this podcast stuff, but we're having fun with it. So that's all that matters. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, whether it be uh, loony slides or smoking in restaurants, toony slides, toony. Toony loony, toony, mm-hmm. all around a bit <laughs> cartoony. Tiny Toon Adventure theme song Um, To Being a rebel And being creative And smoking at school This is Pyro Mini And Nazoom And for tonight We are all set And we will see you again Well we won't see you We will talk to you again next week thank you everybody and have a good night